All right, welcome to the first episode of what's now called the James Scott Henson Podcast. Uh, used to be the Dying Daily Podcast, and you know I'm still I'm still adjusting to that new name. Uh, it feels a little icky, and what would be the word? Uh, Self indulgent. If I'm honest, uh, <laughs> I don't know that I'm gonna like having using my name on this, but. Like I discussed in the last podcast, I think that this is probably the easiest way and the best way to have a name that nobody else can take from me. Um, And that's actually good because I have not proven myself to be very adept at branding and creating things that resonate with people. So this is the James Scott Henson podcast and I am James Scott Henson. Um, Man, I don't like that at all. <laughs> so, you know, it's been about six months, uh, five or six months since I did the last episode. And, uh, you know, uh, first I want to say I'm grateful to everybody who reached out. You know, I got some emails and um, a couple people asked me in person or by text, like when the next episode was coming out and if everything was all right. And that was really cool. You know, that's uh, um, that's gratifying and validating. And then, You know, the other thing that's been gratifying and validating about this is just the number of personal clients I've picked up from people listening to the podcast. And so that's been cool. Uh, I've had people tell me that it's resonated with them, that it's been useful for them. And, you know, so those are the kind of things that make me keep going with it. Uh, As long as this is helpful for people, it's something that I want to keep doing. So yeah, thank you to everybody who reached out. So I'm sure I've mentioned it in other podcasts. Uh, I've probably blogged about it or posted on Instagram about it. Uh, I'm sure I've mentioned it somewhere. But you know, the last year was really rough. And that's what led to me kind of taking this break from doing this. I just felt that I had so many things going on and I was overwhelmed and didn't feel like I could give this the kind of energy that I wanted to give, uh, that I wanted to give this podcast. So I decided, you know, I stepped back for a while. At first, it wasn't really conscious. I just wasn't finding time to do it, or I'd come up here to do uh, to do an episode, and I'd end up doing something else. And I could just tell my heart wasn't there. And I don't want to do anything or put anything out there that doesn't have my heart in it. So I just stepped away. Um, I'm coming to a place now where I feel like a lot of stuff from the last year is resolving. A lot of, I mean, the last year has been just brutal. I mean, it's been people dying and relationships falling apart and family disruptions and just a lot of stuff, man. And I feel like I'm coming to a point where that is kind of sorting itself out. It's changing and getting, you know, getting better, getting easier. Things feel like they might be returning to what's kind of a new normal. Um, You know, with some of the stuff that's happened, nothing will ever be the same again, but I'm feel like we're settling back into something that feels a little bit like real life again, a little bit like just our normal, just getting to be people and getting to be humans on this planet again. And, you know, and the good part about all that was that it did kind of force me to sit down and look at the things that have worked for me, the things that helped me change my life a long time ago, um, the things that helped me the last time this kind of period of upheaval and difficulty happened, you know, about seven or eight years ago. And it just made me sit down and examine them and say, okay, what, what worked before to help me get out of this? What's still working and what is not working anymore? And what I'm excited about in that is that it's kind of set me off on this new path where I will, um, Let's say uh, I'm doing a set of blogs about all the things that helped me change. I'm changing how I do my business. Um, just a lot of cool stuff that I'm excited about. 
I don't know if I've mentioned it on here, but uh, you know, I have a daughter being born in November and I'm super excited about that. And I'm rearranging my schedule and we're kind of changing the way we do things as a family so that I'm gonna stay home with her during the day. And that's gonna be super cool. I'm really excited about that time with her. I'm really excited that she doesn't have to go to daycare, uh, even though daycares are awesome and are really good for kids in a lot of ways. I'm excited to get to stay and hang out with her. Um, and I'm shifting my focus away from counseling over to life coaching and to working with people in, in an intentional way as far as like kind of building better things in their life rather than trying to deal with dysfunction. So I'm excited about all these changes. And the cool thing is that these changes came about because of the difficulty we were experiencing. If it wasn't for everything that happened over the last year, I wouldn't have looked at these new options. I kind of had to be forced into them. And to some extent, that's kind of the story of my life. Like for me to make big changes, for me to do things in a brand new way, I have to kind of be bumped into it. I have to kind of get, I have to have somebody put their foot in my ass sometimes. And that's what I feel like life or the universe or God did over the last year was just, it was that moment of just kind of grabbing me and shaking me and saying, hey, some things need to be different. And so that's the path that I'm on. You know, life coaching, I think, is probably a better fit for me. Um, I tend to want to know how things affect us in the present, and I tend to want to look at things and say, okay, what can we do about this? How can we change this? How can we do better? I've had a lot of success in the life coaching uh, in the life coaching realm so far and the things that I've done as far as helping people build a business, helping people start a new project, helping people build healthy habits in their lives, you know, break unhealthy habits. So I'm excited about this. All of this feels like it's the path I'm supposed to be on. And it feels good to have everything just kind of falling into place in a helpful, healthy way. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I think it's really easy in the midst of difficult things to say to ourselves like, okay, this is all going to be for good one day. I'm going to learn something from it and kind of remove ourselves from the situation by jumping to this imagined. It might be true, but until it happens, it's an imagined positive future. There is a lot to learn from the harder things in life. There's a lot to learn from the things that require us just to sit down and say, this really sucks. This is hard. I don't like it. I don't find, I don't see any way that I'm going to like it, but there's nothing I can do about this. That's one of the really difficult things about the human condition is that we're wired with these things that make us really want certain things. And oftentimes those things are healthy and good and just all around useful for everybody but we don't always have the power to get them. And many times there are things pushing against them, trying to keep us from having them, and we don't have any power to do anything about that. I don't think that's easy for anybody. I know it's not easy for me, but this last year was just a good reminder that sometimes this is what's happening and there's nothing we can do about it. You know, it's weird, but even in the midst of everything that was going on, um, and I started dealing with just some I mean, like debilitating anxiety, debilitating depression, uh, just this feeling of ominousness and doom hanging over me uh, just from the moment I woke up till I went back to bed. I'm very fortunate in that through things like mindfulness and meditation and, and counseling and having people around me who love me and just knowing the difference between my thoughts and my emotions and reality, I'm very fortunate that it never sunk me. It never kept me from going to work. It never kept me from taking care of the things I needed to take care of, but it was very unpleasant. One thing in the midst of that that was really cool was the reminder of what it's like to struggle, the reminder of what it's like to suffer and to have a hard time. 
because I think that our brain forgets that. Our brain moves on from that pretty quickly sometimes. And it, 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 I think it's good for us to remember that from time to time because we are surrounded by people who are struggling and suffering all the time. And so being able to meet them where they are and walk with them through it, it's helpful to remember what that's like from time to time. So that was kind of like one of the hidden blessings, one of the hidden just fortunate aspects of everything over the last year. It really forced me to confront just how much I think I can control things, you know, especially doing the work I do where I'm always helping people, you know, come up with a plan, do something different. You know, it starts to feel like, like, oh, I've got my life on speed dial. Everything's going to be okay. And the thing is, is that that's absolutely not true. We can do everything right. We can have healthy habits and we can be mindful and we can be kind and we can be compassionate. But none of that is a guarantee that things are not going to go sideways in our life. No matter how well we behave, no matter how nice we are and how sweet we are, I'm not saying I'm those things. I can be a general pain in the ass. But even the nicest, kindest, sweetest person in the whole wide world is not free from struggles and suffering. They will still come to their door. The whole direction of this universe is things break down. You know, our bodies get older and then we die. Uh, the things we love decay and disappear. The people we love decay and disappear. That is the story of life. And I think that we can forget that. I think we want to forget that when things are going well. And it's very easy to forget what it's like to be enmeshed in that. And so I was grateful for that. Even as it was going on, it was a nice reminder to me of just what it's like to struggle and suffer. For the most of the early part of my life, um, and very much by my own decisions, let me be clear, my life was mostly struggle and suffering. I, there, there were like mental health issues. There were some just things out of my control. But my response to all of that was always uh, just completely unhealthy. And so I constantly like compounded and complicated things for myself. And it was helpful just to have to revisit that. It actually helped me move into a place of a little bit of more forgiveness, a little more forgiveness for my younger self as I was able to remember that, okay, this is what he was dealing with. This is what the world looked like to him. And I was also able to extrapolate that out to people around me just to say, yeah, it's hard to be a human. This whole time period helped me invest in a deeper way in mindfulness and being present. It, it was a constant reminder of just how beautiful every moment is. Um, and of how our mind can come in and corrupt that very quickly if we allow it to. Just how easily our mind will slip in and start making us think about the past, the future, start saying, what if this, what if that, and just kind of mess things up. So those were, those were the good things in it. They weren't easy and they weren't fun, but they were there. I was really grateful to have done this podcast and done the blogging and done just the work I've done over the past seven or eight years because I was able to step away from things. I was able, instead of beating myself up and saying, you've got to do a podcast episode no matter what, you lazy son of a bitch. Instead of that, I was able to say, I can put, I can put a pause on that. I can, I can put a hold on that and nobody's going to die. It's not going to be a big deal. A vast majority of people won't even notice that you hadn't released an episode in a while. Um, and then, like I said, I got the validation. It felt good for people to, to ask me when the next one was coming and ask me if everything was okay. I really appreciated that. But the self-care aspect, that, that just that, I hate that word self-care. It sounds so just like, uh, I don't know, it just sounds uh, icky and weak to me. I know it's a good term. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking self-care. Self-care is awesome. But just being able to have that self-compassion for myself, being able to just be kind to myself in that moment instead of grabbing myself by the, you know, by my, by my own hair and saying, you're going to do this no matter what, that was helpful. So 
I'm not sure what the point of this episode is, except to maybe say that it is hard to be a human, but there are things we can learn and we can find within that difficulty. There are lessons to be learned all the time. And if the only lesson we learn is to be a little bit kinder to ourselves and to be kinder to others through what we're going through, that's probably worthwhile. I'm not a person who wants to say like, no matter what, things will always get better because I've talked to people who things don't really get better for. They are constantly assailed by difficult things, but it is their response to those things that determine uh, just how difficult they are. It's, the, it's what determines whether they suffer uh, or whether they're just caused pain by them. And it was good to get a more firsthand look at that again. Um, I think that through the privilege and just good fortune that I have in my life, I had forgotten. And so I do think there was uh, a deep truth in learning to remember what that's like. I think it made me more empathetic. I think it made me kinder. Um, and I think it forced me to take a look at some things in myself. And that's always good. That's always good. Um, so yeah, that's where I've been. I am hoping to do episodes a little more regularly now. I feel like I've got some breathing room and I can do that. I think the first thing I'm going to do is kind of walk through these, um, I think it was like eight, eight or nine things that I just, as I sat and looked and I thought, what was it that helped me change? That's the most frequent question I get. When people who used to know me run into me now, when people who know me now hear about old James, the first question I get from so many of them is what changed? And I get this from, you know, somebody sitting in front of me. Sometimes I get it from a mom who wants to know what's how to help her son, people who want to help their friends. Some people are just curious, like how that happened. And so because of that, I've put thought into this. I've put some time into sitting down and looking, okay, what did I do differently? And I came up with a list of things and I'm going to try to do some episodes in conjunction with like longer blog pieces and then post on Instagram and stuff like that. So uh, I'm going to try to pick that up next week and I'm going to try to get this one out this week. I'm going to try to start that next week and then maybe we can have a little more regularity with this. I'm glad to be talking to y'all again. I'm looking forward to interacting with everybody who listens to the, to this podcast again. If you have questions or comments, if you have an idea for an episode, if there's a topic you would like to see me cover, shoot me an email. Uh, just James at James Scott Henson is the easiest way to do that. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I, I, uh, uh, I'm unhappy about it, but I set up a professional Facebook again because there's just things you can share on there. You can't on Instagram. And you can look me up in there. It's just James Scott Henson. I think it's like facebook.com backslash James Scott Henson one because somebody else has my name. Uh, so maybe this whole thing of branding this behind my name isn't the best idea. Um, but you can find me there. You can find me on Instagram at James Scott Henson. Those are the easiest ways to find me. Those are the easiest ways to reach out. You can reach out to me through my website, jamesscotthenson.com. Um, if you have ideas, if you have comments or questions, I would love to hear them. That really, that's helpful to me to kind of like spin me off in new directions and give me ideas. And I just really enjoy conversing with people. I enjoy hearing new ideas and I enjoy getting to know people. I think it's, uh, it's just super cool and it's so fun. And I've learned so, so much from the people that I've met uh, through this online world of podcasting and Instagram and blogging. Like uh, I have this whole kind of array of people out there who I see as friends and who I see and who I learn from and who I'm so grateful for. And I've never met them. Some of them, I don't even know what they look like. And I think that's really cool. I think that's, it's kind of a different way of getting to know somebody without all the trappings and nonsense that we're told about what's important. And so, yeah, reach out to me anytime. I really enjoy hearing from people. In the meantime, ask yourself what you can be learning in every moment. 
I do think there is a depth to every single moment of our lives. There are things we can learn in every single moment of our lives. And all we have to do is dig into that to find it. Sometimes it's a lot harder than other times, but I've always found it to be worthwhile. So just explore it. Explore it with an open heart. Explore it with an open mind and see what you come up with. Uh, If you come up with something cool, I'd love to hear about it. I'll look forward to talking to you next time. Take care.